The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. The time's just gone 18 minutes past five. They love her. They send her all their best wishes. And we always look forward to chatting to her at this point in time every afternoon on the Afternoon Overdrive. Our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. It's always a pleasure to join you. And I love hearing from our listeners so much. And I'm sure that you can tell by the tone of my voice, I am a little bit distressed. We do have a report coming in. This is reported in the New York Times, corroborated by Israeli intelligence, that it is believed that about 20% of the hostages held in Gaza by Hamas are presumed dead. Uh, the, The New York Times is reporting this. They are quoting Israeli intelligence reports the families of the 32 who are believed to no longer be alive have been notified by the IDF. There are days, and in the past four months, more of them more difficult than others to be a journalist. And to talk about news like that is 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 beyond distressing. Sorry to hear that, Rolene. Uh, yeah, our prayers go out to all the families and uh, their loved ones and we just hope for the speedy return of all the hostages uh, as soon as they can be brought home that's all we can do is keep them in our prayers Uh, not good news indeed to start off today's chat but Rolene, earlier on um, you met with ngo monitor anne hertzberg you were both looking at the unwa situation tell us about that well let me just tell you something that today i have to lord the incredible women that work so hard and represent us so magnificently in the absolute highest echelons. I had the privilege today of interviewing Anne from NGO Monitor and then afterwards legal advisor Sarah Maudi, Sarah Vice Maudi, who is also a veteran diplomat. If you want to listen to that interview, it's on my Facebook page. Uh, but Anne Hertzberg and I are talking about the, the uh, talking about the um, situation with UNRWA. Now UNRWA today is saying that they will be releasing their um, report after their investigations into those damning allegations of UNRWA teachers celebrating the seventh of October atrocities, mm-hmm. and then the further twelve that were active participants in the uh, October the 7th atrocities. And then we had those testimonies from hostages that were released saying at least two of them were held by UNRWA staff. And the other information that a social worker, an UNRWA social worker, had dragged the body of a slain IDF soldier into Gaza on the 7th of October. Uh, and Anne and I were talking about how we have uh, been speaking for years, how we have been alerting the, Uno- the United Nations for years uh, about this situation with UNRWA, whether it be the incitement of hatred in the textbooks, mm. this perpetuating of conflict by educating generations of Palestinians that they can destroy Israel, that uh, you know they can come into Israel and, and, and um, overrun it, take the homes uh, that uh, UNRWA teach were taken away from them. And it has perpetuated the cycle 
of, of, of violence and, and the cycle of incitement. And, and even more interesting was hearing from Sarah Weissmaldi. And I really, really encourage people to listen to the interview. She's, she was really superb. Uh, and as somebody who has served at the United Nations on various legal committees, she gave an in-depth explanation into the behind the scenes, how the United Nations votes, how it's formed, and also took us through the process of alerting the relevant agencies in the mm -hmm. United Nations, uh, UNICEF, uh, UN Women, who we've spoken a lot about on on, on the show, um, uh, and how it was her job to actually sift through the the evidence uh, to attach to show them. I mean, and I, I actually said to her, they had the evidence and it took them this long to respond, if in fact they actually mm. responded. And we still are waiting for UNICEF. As one of the families of the hostages said uh, during a meeting, you have one mandate and that is to look after children in conflict and you completely ignored uh, the Israeli children uh, and especially on a day like today when we do hear this devastating news uh, the absolute mm. neglect yeah. by these United Nations agencies mm. now yesterday you and I spoke about the special envoy from the UN uh, UN woman who's in the country yes. and just how devastated she is uh, and she actually went on to say further after that that she had watched the 47 minute footage how devastating it was. Now, in the last 24 hours, I have unfortunately, unfortunately, had to deal with a lot of massacre denialists out there who don't believe that there is evidence. The evidence is overwhelming for those who are listening and deny the massacres of the 7th of October. We watched with our own eyes. We watched with our own eyes, whether it be on social media. I clearly remember Piers Morgan, I think, being one of the first to break the news of the images of shiny look uh, uh, on the back of a, a pickup truck, her clothes ripped off, her legs broken, a hole in the back of her head. We saw the footage of those paragliders coming in, those armed terrorists murdering people. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely beyond me, Michael, that we sit yep. tomorrow will be exactly four months from this massacre and there are still people, still people who, who deny it to the point that I actually walked off yeah. a debate last night. Um, Rolene, you know, I, I must uh, admit, I just like to read a few comments from some of our listeners and I must say I join them in their sentiments. Anton is saying, for UNRWA, one should use a more appropriate name like UNRAN, like Iran. And Roland is saying, and I like what Roland is saying, Roland is directing this at Naledi Pando. He says, Naledi, you piece of work. Are you happy now? Is 20% enough? And I see these angry, angry expressions coming out there. And I concur with Roland, uh, his feelings there on, you know, what you've just told us now. Karen is saying, need a plan, needs to end really devastating news so hard, but have to hang on, on to our thread of hope. We need to get them home. And this just in from Mike. Mike says, every teacher that teaches that hate in the classroom is a Hamas agent. So really getting the feedback from everybody listening in on the show. And I, I concur with them, Rolene, and I identify with your sentiments at the moment from what you've just told us. But our prayers go out. We uh, just, and just to... Sorry, carry on. Uh, just to just to Roland's point, and just in case people weren't aware, first of all, the, the RCJ judges all watched the footage. 
of those atrocities. They were shown the footage of those atrocities, so they all knew what happened. The RCJ judges, in their recommendations, and I'm talking to you, Naledi Pandor, and anybody from Durka who may be listening, because I know that you have been in the South African press saying that Israel is not upholding uh, the recommendations. You say that having not stepped foot here to, to see uh, for yourself. You question you the sources. Based, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. We, we do question the yeah. sources. We mm-hmm. absolutely question the sources. But one of the recommendations was the immediate and unconditional release of the hostages. South Africa, and I call on you South African uh, citizens to demand of South Africa, who we know has an open line to Hamas and to Iran. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. And I'm going to say it until those remaining hostages, whether we get them uh, alive or or unfortunately, uh, as as seems to be the case of of 32 of them uh, dead, the, uh, you have an open line. Ensure the immediate release of those hostages to hold them is a war crime. And by being silent, you are complicit. Ronin, as I mentioned, let's just uh, keep our prayers, uh, you know, keep our prayers going. And we just hope for the best with this uh, insanity that's going on at the moment. We haven't got much time. Let's round off now with somebody who's, uh, shall we say, not foreign to uh, making the news headlines. Itamar Ben-Gavir, the Minister of National National Security of Israel, being told to shut up. (laughs) What was going on here? Well, this is very, very interesting. This Mm. is an op-ed in the Jerusalem Post today written by, uh, it says editorial, so it's the editorial board of of the Jerusalem Post saying, it is now time for you, Mr. Ben-Gavir, to shut up uh, and, and calling on Prime Minister Netanyahu to actually take further action. You know, we've had these mm. comments over the last couple of days uh, about the Biden administration, uh, the, the threats to topple the uh, the coalition. Uh, his son reportedly saying that President Biden has Alzheimer's and that he has cognitive dissonance. Uh, ben Gavir actually having to apologize on behalf of his son. But the real belief in, the, in Israel uh, and the editorial actually said, it is now for us, the people of Israel, to tell you to just shut up. Mm. Um, but the growing sentiment in Israel that uh, his extreme language and uh, his irresponsible language is uh, creating real security concerns mm, for this country. Ronin, I so wish we had more time to chat, but I just want to share this with you also. Karen is saying this is beyond. South Africa is not okay. That's from Karen. We have to say extra prayers. And Yvonne says, when Yvonne, please bear with us. I can't read your entire message out, but Yvonne is saying, ah, oh, Roland, Michael, wish I could voice message this to all of you, but wanted to share with you from Faith TV, my pastor Andre Reber Church in East London. Don't have time to fill you in with what he said. Started off with, he who blesses Israel shall be blessed, but he who takes Israel Amen. to court shall be cursed. Let's leave you with that message. Amen. Rolin, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Rolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what is transpiring in that part of the world right now.